Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm James. And welcome to the Cornwall Property Podcast, where every week we bring you the latest news, hot topics and guidance around the Cornwall property market. Stay tuned to be informed, inspired and to have any of your property-related questions answered by trusted local property professionals. Hello, welcome back. I'm Dan. I'm James. And this is episode 43 of the Cornwall Property Podcast. This is a special podcast because it's the Ask Dan and James podcast. So for those of you who are regular listeners, listeners, thank you again for joining us. For those that are new to the podcast, again, we are here to inform, educate, inspire you guys to get involved with property um, with a little bit of a bias on the Cornwall market, of course. So this is a special podcast, as I mentioned, because this is the opportunity where you guys send us your questions and we then hopefully help answer them. Indeed. And yeah, you can do this by going to cornwallpropertypodcast.com, go onto the front page of our website and at the bottom there you will find an area you can put a message which will come directly to Dan and myself. And also you can go onto our social media platforms such as Facebook, uh, send us a message on there and you can now do this on Instagram as well. And uh, thank you for everybody that always uh, is getting in contact with us. Uh, Without your content, we wouldn't be able to have these sessions. So without further ado, I will speak with our first question, which is from lovely Scott in hell who asked the following thank you for all the great content you guys are sharing on the podcast you're very welcome i really enjoy listening and learning from you both you are really inspiring me to get involved and make my first investment into the buy to let world Mm. with this in mind i have a question that may sound really silly but i wanted to ask it anyway No questions too silly on here, um, uh, Scott. If I use investors' money to buy a property for BRR, which for viewers and listeners that don't know that, is buy, renovate, refinance, do I also need a deposit to get the buy-to-let mortgage or or on it, or do I just leave 25% of the equity instead of a deposit for the remortgage, that is? In other words, would they lend me 75% of the done-up value of the property without any deposit at all? Thank you very much for your help. You can give. Good yeah, question. Again. Yeah. And again, as James echoes, thanks for getting the question. And please, yeah, I'm sure if you think it's a silly question, I'm guarantee someone else will be thinking it as well. So please don't hesitate and ask these questions. It is, it is, and it's great that you're, you're, you're feeling inspired as well, Scott. I'm really, really chuffed with that. And that's great. And um, hopefully we can help just get that next step for you. But in essence, if I am hearing the question correctly, I understand that, you're thinking of obviously buying a property, you're going to renovate it and add some value, and then you want to hold on to the property by putting a mortgage on it and hopefully pulling out as much money as you possibly can. So, and your question, I believe, is asking on the back end when you have bought it, say you're with investor finance or, or maybe a bridge, bridging loan, short-term loan, you would have added value during the refurbishment. And when you put a mortgage on it, do you have to put the money up for the deposit for the mortgage as well? Um in essence, it's a yes and no answer, I believe, if I'm getting this right. So essentially, for argument's sake, say you bought a property, it's just for easy numbers sake, you bought a property for £100,000, you spent £50,000 on it, it's now worth £200,000. Okay, So you're looking to get a mortgage now for £200,000, which is now the new done-up value of the property. You would have to put £50,000 deposit down. That's 25% equity. Now, they're not asking you to physically get the cash out of your back pocket and put it in. What is going to happen is you will buy the property, hopefully cash, or if you've got investment, use an investment finance like we do, or you can get a bridging loan. So you're essentially going to buy the property. 
Okay, that's cash in there. You'll have had to, you'd have to put a bit of skin in the game, they call it. So you'll have to put a little bit of a deposit in there anyway, no doubt. I'd be surprised if you get a hundred percent loan on that. But if you did buy the property, you'll then obviously add some value by paying for a refurbishment. Then, when you come to the end of the refurbishment, you'll have hopefully added enough prop, uh, value that you'll then get the mortgage company to send a valuer out, surveyor. Surveyor will come and value the property, and they will then go back to the mortgage company and say, "Look." The work that James has done on this property, or sorry, in this case, it's Scott. Scott has done his property. Property is now valued at £200,000. On the mortgage that you're going to give them, which is a 75% loan to value, we will give Scott 75% of that £200,000. So they're just going to keep back 25% of that money, essentially. So what you're hoping for then, Scott, is that that's 75,000, sorry, 75%, which in this case would be £150,000, will be enough to pay back everyone you've borrowed with the interest. So in this case, say you bought it for £100,000, you spent £50,000 on it, obviously including stamp duty and um, legal fees, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and obviously your investment, uh, your investor's interest or the, the loan interest. If that all then comes to £150,000, you've essentially got all your money out. You've paid everyone back. So if you're all in for £150,000 and they're going to give you 75% of the new value, which equals £150,000, you essentially, we would call that an all money out deal. Um, you do not have to put any extra cash in there because they'll keep hold of that 25% as equity. So hopefully I've kind of explained that as best as I possibly can, as simple as I possibly can. James, have you got any other ways you want to add or any ways that you could maybe improve that answer? Uh, I think you've answered it very well there, Dan, and uh, it can be a bit complicated with sort of mortgages, what monies you're leaving in the percentages, but um, just breaking it down, uh, it's all about stacking your numbers. So Mm. you find a property that you want to buy, and the first thing I do is I work out how much is it going to cost me to acquire that property. Quite simply, in this case, it's a 25% deposit if you're doing it with a, um, you know, uh, a bridging loan, uh, for example, and you're not buying it all cash, as Dan said, you've got a bit of a deposit to 25% there of the property price and then you've got your your legals and your stamp duty and you park that all that money there is what you've actually invested into that property skin in the game skin in the game as far as most companies concerned and then the the next bit i I like to do is just work out how much it's going to uh you know it's going to cost me to do the renovation let's call it in this case uh pounds for example and then you go simply to what is the property going to be worth the the gdv which is the gross development value that is the property price that that property is worth once you've made it look lovely and brought the home back to the market. So you then take that minus the 25% off, which is the equity. That's what Dan explained with you leaving the deposit in there. Then you're left with that figure and then you minus the costs that you had originally put into your deposit, uh, your stamp duty, your legals, and of course, all important 25 grand for your um, uh, for your um, uh, development works. And then you're left with that number. And that number there is telling you what your sort of, your all money out, uh, you know, offer is really and that's what buy renovate refinance is all about but you may be at a stage in your buy renovate refinance um, journey that you you don't mind leaving £10,000 in there because it can be quite tricky as Dan will I'm sure will agree to get every single penny back out the deal you need to be buying very very low and I certainly know um, in Cornwall I don't know what it's like over in Hale but uh, to to get something so below market value in a quite a volatile market at the moment where prices are high it can be quite difficult but yeah just you know work out how much you're going to put in what's it going to be worth at the end and then go from there that's how you do your number stacking Um, no doubt that has probably 
triggered or sparked further questions. So please do not hesitate to to send those additional questions in if you, um, Scott, or anyone else has, has got those questions. So please do get in touch. Right, moving on to our second question of the show. It is actually from Steve from Liscard. And Steve asks, my tenant has been in my buy-to-let property for five years now. My five-year fixed mortgage is coming to an end in December this year. The rates are obviously higher with everything going on, and as a result, my mortgage payments are now £150 more expensive. Should I simply put the rent up? I fear they might not be able to afford it and move out, and then I have an empty property on my hands. James? Good question, Steve, and I'll be completely honest with you. I think this question that you've asked is related to many, many landlords out there. Uh, we all know through previous uh, podcast episodes what interest rates we've been talking about interest rates for the last four months, and it's certainly not going south. It's only going one way. It's a lot more expensive to borrow money. And, you know, you've been on this product now for half a decade. I'm sure those five years have given you a wonderful fee because uh, interest rates were pretty good five years ago. But we need to take into consideration here, you are running a business, um, you know, and I'm sure you have a really good relationship and well done you for keeping hold of your tenant for five years. That's a lot of rent uh, he or she or they have paid you. And they, they will also know that, you know, that they're aware that interest rates have gone up. So they know that, you know, it's the property itself is going to cost you more money. Also around the tenant, they also know what rent it depends whether you've put the rent up, which you probably haven't. You've, you know, questioning this question of putting it up by £150 potentially because of the mortgage. You know, if your rent hasn't gone up for the last five years, well, I'm sure rents have and we know they have. So now with the environment where we live in a very different world with mortgage rates, everybody is putting up their rates really just to try and keep up with it. So in my view, I would probably say have a chat with your tenant, explain the situation, say, look, you know, this is a business. I am letting it out. Um, you've obviously looked after them since it's been they've stayed there for five years and just say, look, you know, try them on that you are going to have to put the rent up. You haven't put the rent up in the last five years. Um, and now it's just got to the point that you just can't make it a more viable business. Your tenants will then look at, okay, well, if we move, what are all the fees we're going to have to incur, uh, as well as the pain of trying to find somewhere, if they're lucky enough to find somewhere, you know, this guy's a nice place to live. I'm sure, you know, it might be, as we know, it's difficult to find a, another property. So they might actually just say, hey, you know, we're happy to pay this much extra or could we meet you halfway? I think just be honest and say, look, this is your situation. How do you feel about it? And, you know, don't worry about it. Just be honest. Um, and I think they can only give respect to you for you having not put the rent up for five years. Yeah, I think what I do, you guarantee you're going to be under your, the, the if, assuming the way that you've written this, this, e, um, this email and this, this question is that you haven't up increased the rent during the five year period. They will 100% then be paying under market value rent. I would potentially ring a couple of agents and say, look, I've got this property, so say for example, argument's sake is a three bed, end terrace, in this location, this postcode, good quality, what would you market this at for me, please, on the open market? They may come back and say, well, again, argument's sake, they may say, well, you could probably get a good £900 a month on that one, sir. Well, crikey, well, I'm only charged on £600. You could go back to the tenant and say, look, I've gone to three agents, the agents have all given me values of X, Y, and Z, all I'm asking is that we increase the rents by 150 pounds. That is still way under market value, but it's just I'm gonna, my my costs of my mortgage have gone up considerably. But I don't want to go and penalise you for for that as such. But if you were to leave, this is the price that I'd have to market this property at. But I don't want to do that because I want to. You've been loyal with me, and I want to be helpful with you. And I think if I was to be a tenant in that situation, knowing that 
if I go, I'm going to be paying these sort of rates. My landlord here is going to understandably increase the rents ever so slightly, but it's only by Y amount. Hopefully there's a bit of empathy in there and appreciation that you're, you're doing the best you possibly can. But essentially, no one's no one's surprised by this. I think the way the market is, and it just so happens that your mortgage is falling at an awful time, uh, remortgage at an awful time. And my advice there is, again, we're not mortgage advisors, but my what I would do is just not fix in for a too longer term on this occasion because I can't see it being this high forever. Agreed. Um, I think just what would I do now? Probably do a two-year fixed, maybe a three if you're really concerned. But um, I think I wouldn't want to be doing any more than a, a three-year fix at the current current state of the market. But hopefully that helps. But I think you've got plenty of um, plenty of guidance and a couple of options there potentially. Yeah. The, the other, th- other thing I would say on that, Steve, as well, is that um, I appreciate you're, you're seeing that your your mortgage is going to be 150 pounds more expensive. But how much shopping around have you done? You, you actually done? I'm not saying you haven't, but uh, if it's been you've been on a five-year fix. No question of a doubt, um, your property will have gone up in value, especially mm. with the uh, the uprising curve. So what you might be able to do is, you know, get a good broker on board. They'll guide you, but you might be able, because of the equity increase inside the property, you can go on a, a lower uh, loan to value, which mm. will attract a better rate. You might be able to hammer that £150, um, you know, down a bit. Maybe don't tell your tenant that, but, uh, <laughs> you, you know, you can, um, I think you might be able to reduce that potentially. It depends how much you've explored it. But no, good question. And thank you for uh, getting in touch. Excellent. Definitely so. So guys, that's it for uh, today's episode. Thank you ever so much to uh, both Steve and Scott for getting in touch on their questions. And please, if you've got questions, property-related questions, please do throw them at us and we will do our best to answer them. Absolutely. And just a reminder, you can do that by going to cornwallpropertypodcast.com. Go onto the front page there, scroll down to the bottom, send us a message that way. And you can also reach us on social media platforms such as Facebook. And for anybody on email, you can also get us on hello at cornwallpropertypodcast.com. But keep your questions coming and we love hearing from you. And we love doing our very best to answer them. So thank you. Definitely. So guys, thank you. And until next time, it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye from me as well. Take care, guys. Bye.